0: It's Monday, and this is Dr. Jerry Tolbert with Here's to Your Health. As promised today, we're going to talk about something that is making headlines in the physician arena, may not be as obvious to patients, and it honestly may not be as important to patients initially on first glance, but it's something that's very important to physicians and is becoming more so. I will give the caveat that in the practice type that, that I'm currently engaging in, it's not as big a deal to me because Medicare reimbursement is not something that I'm relying on for a large portion of my income. I'm still seeing Medicare patients, but I'm seeing them apart from the Medicare system. And if you're interested in finding out uh, about more about my practice, you can visit TotalAccessPhysicians.com, uh, all one word. So back to the SGR, the Sustainable Growth Rate. Uh, essentially what the Sustainable Growth Rate is, is a, a method used by CMS, whom I've talked about before, the Center for Medicaid and Medicare Services, to determine how payments for physician services will change from year to year. It's a conversion factor, if you will. That conversion factor hinges on four components, and these are going to be a little bit nebulous, uh, and I'll explain that in a second, but the first is estimated percentage change in fees for physician services. The second is the estimated percentage change in the number of Medicare beneficiaries, people receiving Medicare benefits. The third is the estimated 10-year average of the change in gross domestic product per capita, meaning how much money per head is being generated in revenue for individuals. And finally, the estimated percentage change in expenditures due to changes in laws or regulations, meaning any laws that have been enacted that change the reimbursement for Medicare and Medicaid services. All of these are plugged into a relatively difficult equation, in order to arrive at a number that is used to calculate how much uh, increase or decrease there will be in reimbursement for services provided under Medicare. The SCR came into being in 1997, and since then, there are only two instances where uh, there were significant increases in payment to physicians. Every year, there's been a decrease in physician payment compared to the previous year when using the SCR as a conversion factor. Interestingly, though, over the last three years, Congress has enacted extender acts, or what they call a doc fix, in order to postpone the decreases in physician reimbursement. And because of that, the decreases are going to hit very hard and very fast on January 1 of 2012 if something permanent is not done to fix the problem. Currently, a 30% decrease in physician reimbursement is planned to go into effect on January 1. Since most practices would account a quarter of Medicare patients as the main body of their primary care practice, it's important to note that that would mean that one-third of one-quarter of the revenue, so one-twelfth of the revenue generated for physician offices is therefore in danger of, of being cut. Don't take this as complaining over payment. Physicians are well compensated for what they do uh, and it's not something that I'm putting forth as a rant per se. Instead, this is a statement of, of concern that as this SGR continues to uh, devalue physician services, over time, it's going to limit the number of physicians who accept Medicare patients and it's going to, therefore, cause detrimental changes in access for Medicare beneficiaries who need physicians. There was a AMA survey a few years ago that 60% of responding physicians reported they would have had to limit the number of new Medicare patients they treated. 30% of Medicare patients are already having trouble searching for primary care physician And approximately one in four group practices already limit how many new Medicare patients they're going to take in any given time frame. As reimbursement decreases, this is only going to expand. So we've talked about what the SGR is. We've talked about what it means to physician practices and to Medicare beneficiaries. If the changes aren't enacted, what can you as an individual do about it? The short answer is talk to your congressman. Tell them that the SGR is not a viable alternative for physician reimbursement and there needs to be something done to fix it. One common recommendation from individuals that are much more politically savvy than I am is to use the Medicare Economic Index instead of the SGR in order to change physician payments. The original purpose of the MEI was to limit how much uh, there was an increase in physician reimbursement so that things didn't get out of hand and inflate beyond what uh, was really required for those services. Interestingly, since 1992, when the MEI was first calculated, it has continued to decrease over time and is a very few uh, percentage points at this point the reason behind that is that it takes into account office expenditures and the rising cost of maintaining a medical office from year to year as well as the cost of performing the procedures that are occurring while also including the depreciation value of of you know repeated processing of these uh, similar medical interventions so it's a much better indicator of actual real-life, real-world price indexing versus the SGR, which is based on a lot of estimates that are very difficult to actually calculate accurately and do not take into account the expenditures generated in running a medical practice and how much that increases from year to year, Uh, cost of living, those other kinds of things that are important and that are very um, important for employees of medical offices. So essentially, this is a chance for you to actually be involved in advocacy for uh, your physician. As family physicians, we often try to be advocates for our patients. This is a time where we're asking our patients to to perhaps be advocates for us and to make sure that we can sustain uh, the medical practice and medical access patients that are receiving government assistance and government benefits that they've paid into for their whole lives and that we're paying into as well uh, for our retirement. It's not something that just affects uh, individuals now or individuals in the future. It stretches all the way across and it's something that is very important to many primary care physicians who are already struggling to maintain their office overhead and to stay in practice. Again, I want to finish by saying this is not Uh, whining about not making enough money. Physicians are well compensated. I had a great instructor in medical school who put it very well. Dr. Paul Dasso once said, you can look at it as you make $130,000 a year and that's it. Or you can look at it as you make $130,000 a year. Uh, That's average salary for a family physician based on 2008 numbers. And that's a lot of money, uh, especially in, in hard economic times like this. So the difficulty here is to not make it sound like we're whining about not getting enough money. The problem is is that the reimbursement for the services that we are required to provide and that we are required to do by government mandate are now being devalued. They're asking us to do more for less money. And, And again, there is a limit to what anyone will do Uh, when you start cutting their reimbursement. So, again, talk to your congressman, tell them that the SGR needs to be completely and permanently fixed, not just band-aided for another fiscal year like it was last year. This is Dr. Jerry Tolbert, and here's to your health. The contents of this podcast are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Uh, The physicians involved do not in any way guarantee or warrant the accuracy, completeness, or usefulness of any of the messages presented herein, and will not be responsible for any of the content of any message. For all medical questions, always consult your personal physician for any specific medical advice.